Welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should stay away from. So ready your popcorn, lean back and enjoy the show. You're listening to 5.5. Tonight I'm joined by Amanda. Hey guys. And Tom as well. Hello there. Hello there. And my name is Martin. And uh, we're doing this little show called 5.5, where we uh, rate 5.5 rated movies because we want to, right? We we like watching 5.5 rated movies. We do. Dad, 2017 is the year of the 5.5 movie. (laughs) And we are back on track. We've we promised you more episodes of 5.5 and we are delivering on a consistent basis. This is like even better than consistent. We've done a Sunday, a Tuesday and a Sunday. Like You can't go yeah. wrong there. We've been really productive. And I, and I mean, yeah. well, to be fair, at the moment as we record this, we have recorded three new episodes and none of them are live yet. <laughs> so at least like... we have a good backlog. We have a backlog, <laughs> don't, yeah. don't reveal the secrets of it's, the trade, guys. I keep secret. telling you. No, it's I mean, the yep. mystery that makes it. And now you've just ruined it all. Everybody knows it's just Aww. not as special anymore. But once people start <laughs> finding out about it, just it's not as it's not as good. Aww. Just, just like, like the binge watch. <laughs> just like Hollywood movies, right? They're not real. That's ah, perfect for us. We're not real. Fake news, guys. Fake news. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? Have you been watching movies lately? Just one. This one. Just one. Just, just this one. Just, just this one. <laughs> we strictly only watch 5.5 rated movies now, and only when we have to. Otherwise, we have no interest in movies whatsoever. So, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not really sure why we're on a movie podcast. What if, if we're really not that into movies? No. So it also makes it quite hard to go to the movies, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, extensive research uh, needs to be uh, done before venturing off to the local cinema. Because, I mean, if I'm watching a film and it's not 5.5, what's the point? There's just no point anymore. This is this is our life now. There has to it be has a to 5 be and something. a 5 before and after the point. That is the point. There, I mean, that... <laughs> There's a some tagline right, in there right. somewhere. Right, I don't know, know where let's, we're going with this. <laughs> let's get this. Let's get this show started. I think. Let's just jump straight into it and, and yeah, just move on from this weird conversation we just had. So, light camera action. It's time for the synopsis. This time on Five Point Five, we watched How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town. When town slut turns sex columnist. Cassie Cranston returns for her mother's funeral. It spices up things in the small town of Beaver's Ridge when a group of eccentric town folk, each with their own motives, convinced her to plan an orgy. You didn't see that coming, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Uh, uh, is that another sex joke? Whoa, yes. <laughs> Careful. I, 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 have a feeling, I have a feeling this episode will be... There will be loads of puns in it. In your endos. In your endos. Well, in your in your endo. Yes. In in the end as well. Yeah. So <laughs> let's uh, jump straight into some one sentence reviews. Is the one sentence review? Amazing Amy, teenage crushes, and lots and lots of sex. Can we play video games now? Sometimes all you really need to fix your problems is a little orgy. 
wise words. <laughs> words to live by there, Martin. <laughs> Maybe that's a Danish thing, is it? Uh, just Apparently not. According to this video, it's also happening other places in the world. In Canada. Yeah, let's, um, let's talk about the crew. It's time to meet the crew. This movie was directed by Jeremy Lalone. Um, he's mostly known as an editor, but he's also directed a few things, most notably Sex After Kids, which was also a 5.5. Ooh, could be that could be one for the future, maybe. It maybe. could be. Stick, stick that one on the list, guys. Okay. It's, it's on the list now. It's on the list, <laughs> right? yeah. Okay. Beautiful. That's how it works. So other than that, I really didn't know anything that he's done. No, I mean, Sex After Kids, the untitled works of Paul Shepard, Baroness von Sketchshow. Um, I, I think the one thing that, that when, I, when I read what he was had also doing is like Sex After Kids is also a movie about couples and relationships. And maybe that's just his thing to take a closer look at relationships in various different areas of life. <laughs> sex. Mm -hmm. the, the taboo subject of sex. Jeremy Lalone is nailing it. Where is he? <laughs> so to speak, yeah. But besides that, no, I, I don't really know any of the other things he has been doing. Um, I mean, I suppose it's a niche market. Uh, like, because Tom said sex is quite a taboo subject even now in 2017, and he's putting, like, pretty raunchy movies out there. Mm. Well. This was a pretty raunchy movie at times, <laughs> so just assume that Sex After Kids probably is too. Hmm. Yeah. Although you say that, though, most movies there is that undercurrent of sex. It, it, it's in almost everything now, from movies to music videos. It, it's it is everywhere, despite it being still quite a yeah, taboo. It, it's weird subject. that the whole sex sells. Everybody's embracing it. Everybody is doing it, but nobody really talks about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, somebody yeah, has despite to. It, exactly, and despite it being like popular in in like our culture right now, I think having a movie with, that the purpose of the movie is sex is is different than having sex in a movie. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Actually, yeah, really agree with that statement. So. We also have uh, some actors and some actresses, and I think the main couple we want to talk about, well, one of them is Cassie Cranston, who is played by uh, Jewel State? 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 Yeah, something like that. Danish mouth. I adore her. Winning again. Yeah, I was actually like, oh my god, I've seen her somewhere. Where have I seen her before? And then I saw the show notes that you have written and you added um, that she's probably best known for the cult classic Firefly. And I'm like, oh my god, it's true. She's in Firefly. I love that take series. My love, take my land. Take me take where me I cannot stand. She plays Kaylee, who, in my opinion, is maybe the best TV show character ever created. Thank you, Joss Whedon. Uh, she is the cutest, most spunky, most down-to-earth, just realist character I have ever come across in any series I've ever watched. I love her. Absolutely love her. Cool. Yeah, and I can see that she's also been in a few different other things. Uh, like, she has, uh, she's in one episode of Supernatural. She's in one episode of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. She's uh, in The Killing. And I mean, she she's she's been been around, so to speak, in a, a few different series, uh, not 
too often as a reoccurring role, but sometimes uh, just in a, in a like a single episode or something like that. So maybe that's why I felt like I've seen her before because I've seen all those uh, series. So um, she's also in Castle one episode. So yeah. Um, yeah, she's been she's, doing, doing the rounds, as they say. She has. She had mm. a steady role in Stargate Atlantis as well, which, mm. uh, although I haven't seen it, I know it's a pretty popular and really good sci-fi show, which I will probably start to watch. Yeah, now. might check that out. Yeah. And we also had Adam Mitchell, played by Ennis Esmer. And probably on a lot of things you've never heard of, uh, The Go-Getters, post-production only. Uh, notable because this was also directed by Jeremy Lalone, uh, the Baroness von Sketch show, which again, Jeremy Lalone uh, was a editor on that. Uh, you, me, her, which is currently on Netflix, and Red Oaks, an Amazon series. Yeah, and also just running through the list right now, I also see stuff that I've seen him in is uh, because I've this kind of, this actor I also had I've seen him somewhere before, and, and he's in a series called Dark Matter. Which is pretty good. I can recommend that. It's a sci-fi uh, TV series. That's well, at least I've seen the first season. And it was pretty good. Really enjoyed that. And he's also in Blind Spot. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, probably one of the biggest roles, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So yeah, overall, not too uh, too well-known cast, but uh, definitely a few faces that you've seen here and there. I can. Uh, I just want to point out. You can tell that this is a Canadian movie because all the actors are in other shows and other movies together. Um, and obviously, the director Jeremy alone, he's got the same actors appearing in multiple things that he's working on. Uh, it just feels really Canadian, really small town, really well Canadian mm. film industry, yeah. which is pretty small. And it was filmed really close to where I'm from, which is cool. Ah, cool. And yeah, yeah, as you said, small town is just like the movie as well. Definitely. Mm. So uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the movie. What do we think about that then? I loved this movie. I thought it was great. It was funny. It was real. It it just it had everything for me. Everything. E- everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I, I really enjoyed it as well, and it was not, it was not, it was not like I, I, I waited until the end and decided, hmm, this is pretty good. I think like within the first 10, 15 minutes, I was like, this, this seems pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually a little bit afraid that something would happen towards the end that would completely change my mind about this movie because I really enjoyed everything every way through it uh so i was really afraid that it had like a weird he enjoyed it he enjoyed everything leading up to the climax and the climax <laughs> did not disappoint him <laughs> this one way to say it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> keeping it relevant keeping it relevant keeping it to relevant the, yeah to the movie uh well i think going into this film and amanda actually picked this film for us to talk about this time and just looking at the title I was thinking, where you know, where are we actually going with this podcast? What what road have we <laughs> taken to uh, stumble across this film? So, instantly, because of my expectations of uh, how to plan an orgy in a small town, I was instantly thinking probably the worst. I was going, well, this film's probably going to be full of sex. There's going to be a lot of puns and uh, smut. 
but uh, it didn't go down like that, really. I think uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't actually feel like this film tries to be overly sexy, despite certain scenes uh, where you've got people dressed down a little into their their undergarments. But I don't think it's really trying to force, like force its uh, sexualization of what maybe we think of orgies onto us. Or just it, sex and just sex in general. I find because that was not really too much sexy about any of, of the sex in this movie. But <laughs> uh, I think just like the, the without spoiling too much, there is towards the end when everybody is climaxing. You see all the orgasm faces and vinegar strokes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not necessarily sexy. <laughs> no, uh, I I actually thought that an interesting thing about uh, this movie. It was such an adult themed like movie. It was about sex. It was about sex and being naked around people. But the only nudity was uh, from an actress playing the role of a seventeen-year-old girl. They're literally the only full-on naked boobs that we saw the entire movie. I just thought that was really interesting. Mm. Yeah, because that was kind of like the first thing that happened in the movie, and I was like, "All right, is there actually going to be a lot of nudity in this movie?" Uh, but nope, no, nope. not not really. That was it. Was that it? Was it. Okay. So if so if if you want to watch this movie because of nudity, don't do it. It's not worth it. Or <laughs> turn it off after five minutes, then you're sorted. <laughs> And you're like, yes, that movie was full of the boobs. <laughs> so I mean, when we're introduced to this film, it, for example, it's set in Beaver's Ridge. So instantly you're thinking, okay, mm-hmm. this is where we're going. And within the first 20 minutes, you're being introduced to somebody called Bruce Buck. And I'm going, well, I mean, this, I, I think I know where this is going. It, it's going to be a real smut fest. But um, I it really it didn't seem to go down the, that way i mean it i felt like it highlighted uh the awkwardness of what what this situation could be like and maybe, maybe we need to give like a very brief kind of like how this came to be it's it's not just a film about an orgy taking place it's <laughs> it's uh like the the main character cassie cranston she's a, a writer and her mother's died and she, she's back home and she had to. She had to leave the. Well, she left the town in uh, circumstances, and I think she she wrote an article about the town about how everyone's, you know, sex is just that subject that nobody wants to talk about, and it's all just like we say a taboo thing. And uh, she's um, she's back in town, and I think somebody just at at her mother's like funeral <laughs> brings it up to her about. Uh, arranging an orgy in in the town which i guess is a really strange time to ever bring that up if, if you're ever gonna make that suggestion i think it, it started off as a joke and then as we said before people have their motives to why they maybe want this orgy to happen i guess that's maybe the interesting part like the lump some people would go to and their reasonings actually behind this happening it's not just oh they just want to have sex they just want to have you know they just want to fuck each other it, 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 it actually has a bit of depth beyond that mm. which i guess is the interesting part to the film it's not just it's just sex and that's it. it it actually has a bit of meaning behind it and i think it it definitely adds to the film and i think it's very believable at times as well with certain interactions between characters it's not just like watching a porn film where it's like oh yeah uh, 
that guy's going on for 40 minutes and uh you know it's it's this amazing sex and everyone's happy it it, it definitely shows the uh, frailties of humans and and what exactly probably just a more realistic <laughs> approach to <laughs> what goes down sometimes not all Even the time and maybe not who knows because i don't have experience maybe i don't have experience enough to make this comment you mean you've never had an orgy tom you never had an orgy jeez come on tom no, no. <laughs> but now i know everybody everybody's doing them these days everybody yeah it's so normal it's unnormal i only had 12 yesterday it's unnormal not to only no. 12 wow. <laughs> only 12 that explains the bags under his eyes <laughs> <laughs> well Yep, but uh, I think you're, you're completely right. I don't, I don't think this movie is not really about sex. It is about relationships and how good, bad things can go, especially if you do not communicate. Yeah, I thought that this movie touched on some really deep topics for such a like a light, well, not really light concept, but, you know, because um, an orgy is never something you would enter into lightly. But it did touch really deeply on a lot of things, um, and especially things that are in, uh, relevant in, like, culture, or the culture that we're in now. Um, slut-shaming being a big one. Um, a lot of young girls are are getting slut-shamed, and, like, it, it's, a, it's a topic that has been really prevalent across my social media anyways in the past uh, few years and how like just just horrible it is if, if you're perceived as like a sexual person when you're in your teens um, like that can affect you for your entire life and this movie really shows that because um, Cassie uh, it started she she was slut shamed when she was in high school at a party when she tried to have sex with her boyfriend the other main character Adam um, and he wasn't quite ready to have sex and she gets caught in the bedroom by the mean girls and is literally forced to run away while in her underwear um, and she's been branded as the town slut uh, and like she's used that concept for her whole life she's she's built herself as being the town slut and like it was an entire fraud because spoilers she was a virgin um, with a lot of issues because she she never did have sex um, and it, it's just, I, it, it was just quite a real subject for me. Um, not, not personally, but like it, as, as a concept, it was very real. Um, and I can see that happening to a lot of, a lot of young girls. Um, they go either to either extreme, lots of sex or no sex. I don't know. It's just a massive topic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I think you're completely right I, I it's just hard for me to to add anything to it because I think as a guy it's kind of like the opposite isn't it it's you, you kind of have to well not have to but it, it's kind of like it's not frowned about being seen as sexual active and uh, having sex with a lot of girls whereas the other way around it's it's yeah then you are slut if you uh, which is something I think it's a subject that I've always found a little bit Odd, well, not the subject itself, but that thing that if it's a guy, then oh, he's amazing. He can sleep with everybody he wants to, and if it's a girl, then it's it's frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. it is de and definitely a deep subject to be cracking open on five point five. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just move on to the other topic that I thought was pretty deep, um, mm -hmm. and that's like 
uh, communication in your marriage, communication really in your relationship, and how important it is to talk about any issues you have with conception. And, and, and if I if I might and, add something, even after yeah. the relationship has ended. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, the main character Adam and his wife uh, had been trying to have a baby for years, and she had it down to a schedule like they had to have sex three times a day at this hour this hour and this hour to try to have a baby and it turns out that he was uh completely 100 infertile and so she thought that instead of telling him that he was infertile she would just organize an orgy and try to get pregnant from another guy and then pass that baby off as, as his own and like that is mental why would you do that like just tell mm. your man like hey hun <laughs> You you don't have any any swimmers. Your gravy's cold. Your <laughs> gravy is cold. Is stone <laughs> cold. It ain't doing nothing for these ovaries. Mm. No, and I also kind of think that uh, her mental, her uh, how she's thinking, how she her mentality, I guess, is like a lot of people. Well, ob- obviously, she's a little bit over the top. She's a movie character, and and. Yeah, she's not one hundred percent real. Yeah, but uh, actually, I, I I do feel like a lot of couples are like that. Not the like you know everybody else is settling down having kids, so therefore I should be settling down having kids and trying to get kids, and I, I want to be a parent, and uh, just because everybody else is doing it, and I'm not I'm not really I don't feel like that's necessarily the right way to 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 go in life i mean looking at myself for instance i i i'm not necessarily sure that i want to have kids for instance just because everybody else is having kids i'm i'm always trying to do things my own way and and see where life takes me and just enjoy that ride i'm not hell-bent on getting a kid but i mean if i find if i find the right woman uh the right partner for me then sure maybe some sometime in the future but i don't know yet i haven't figured it out as yeah. i always tell people um i have a cat <laughs> i have you know, a cat that, well. that, that is enough of a child some days for me so <laughs> and you have tom as well i mean that might yeah. be <laughs> right, I mean, you gotta you gotta talk about the cat before you talk about me. It's, it's the course, uh, yeah. the uh, chain of command, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I I got a bit of a taste of motherhood at at our friend's house <laughs> last night. Um, she uh, her her daughter was having a sleepover with her her wee friend, and uh, her daughter lost her her second tooth and totally freaked out. And um, our friend was like, "Uh, what do I do?" And I was like okay i will be the mother to your child right now and like i totally dealt with that entire situation and got the girls back to bed and three times and and finally i was the one that got them to sleep and i was like is this what being a mom is is like like do i want this (laughs) it was really weird (laughs) so we were we were joking an awful lot as well uh arranging this podcast about uh, following your banana (laughs) just to change that subject onto a different one uh, you guys heard that analogy that that Cassie uh, tells about the monkey experiment? Yes, I, I'd never heard it before. Until no, I have heard about that before, and and I think it's it's. I don't kind of remember it correctly. I think what she tells is this analogy with a with a, um, a room full of monkeys. There's a ladder in the middle and a banana on top of the ladder. Every time any of the monkeys try to touch the ladder to get to the banana, they get sprayed with cold water. Uh, so they slowly learn 
that this is what hap happens when they try to go to the banana. So they don't do it anymore towards the end. Then at some point, they will switch one of the monkeys with another monkey who, who don't have this experience. And when that monkey tries to go for, grab, the, grab the ladder to go to the banana, the other monkeys beat that monkey up. So the way that the new monkey learns that he can't touch the banana is uh, because he gets beaten up by the other monkeys. And slowly they switch out one monkey one after the other, and in the end, it's all new monkeys who just learns that they can't go for the banana because else they get beaten up or they don't really know why in the first place. Yeah, like the the medicine or the, the medicines, the metaphors and the lessons here, like they're they're pretty clear. Um, like despite what you've been told, or how do I want how do I want to say this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's like people will always be afraid to try something new, but they don't know why they're afraid of that because they they haven't had the personal experience of being shot down, and yet they're still afraid to try it just because that's how it's always done. So. Yeah, it's kind of like you should not be afraid to try out new things, I guess, just because other people say that, well, that's not how you should, that's not how you should live your life. Uh, because... Uh, uh, Are we arranging an orgy right now? <laughs> yes. Uh, because, uh, yeah, you should not do have orgies because other people say so. No, I mean, <laughs> you should you should totally live your life and do the things that makes you happy regardless of what other people are saying. And if other people have bad experiences with these things that you want to try out, orgies, for instance, <laughs> or other things, that, well, you, if you want to, you should totally go try it out, right? Isn't that the point? Yeah. Follow your banana. Follow your banana. Follow exactly. your banana. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I just I really feel like there's so many conversation topics in just this small movie itself. And and just us here already almost running out of time because we're talking about all these different things that's in the movie. I really find it interesting that this small... I don't know what was it one and a half hour movie actually got us talking about so many different things and then you have all this big budget movie that can't even tell like a proper single story right i find this movie interesting and i want to i want to watch it again and i want to dissect it i want to figure out what the what the hell they're doing right <laughs> absolutely and i think there's so many like good conversation is there in this and I, one of you I think it was you, Amanda, who actually wrote down there's an underrated character called Seth, played by uh, Christian Brun, uh, who's also an orphan black, by the way. And he's this nerdy, weird guy from high school. I, I can kind of relate to him. Uh, <laughs> Why? Because you're still the nerdy and weird guy? I'm still the nerdy, weird guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, he has this great line. He, there is a pretty girl sitting next to him who wants to have sex with him and um, and he kind of declines it because he just wants to play his video game right now and um, she asked him what is the appeal here i mean you just die and then you do it all over again she doesn't really get him playing games and he then says yeah that's what i like about it when mayo dies he doesn't rage against the world he just picks himself up goes back to the start and tries again until he figures out how to save the princess and I, I'm, my mind, my mind was 
blown right there because I've never looked at Mario like that. But it's so true though, isn't it? It's just part of life. If if life knocks you down, get back up. Try again. Absolutely. It's a great lesson to live your life by. Love it. I feel like we should have a insert an advertisement for Nintendo right here. Just, just some product <laughs> placement. Just to, you know, keep keep it real with the uh, this day and age of podcasting. Dun, just, dun, just, dun, just drop dun, that product. Just going to bring up a couple of other points before we uh, venture off into the sunset here. Uh, this film was funded through Indiegogo, which is a crowdfunding uh, website, mm-hmm. something like yeah. Kickstarter. And also, um, one of the books that must be, must be her character, her mom's character, no? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, one of the books that Cassie's mother wrote uh, in the film is called Serenity Valley, which is a reference to Firefly, of course, which uh, is Jewel State's most famous uh, role, which we hinted on earlier. So there's a few few Easter eggs in there if you go hunting. Mm. So there's a there's a few Easter eggs. Uh, throughout the film if you're uh, paying close attention and uh, obviously mentions to Firefly that doesn't really really surprise me just mm. because uh, it's uh, such a notable name when it comes to uh, TV series that should never have been cancelled <laughs> yeah what the hell were you thinking but yeah I totally agree any any other last words before we jump to the verdict the judgment i think just like you say marty it's interesting how there are so many potential topics that we could discuss on this maybe not in in a a movie podcast environment maybe there's subjects there that we can take away for (laughs) maybe other podcasts that we do but uh, definitely the amount of potential that that there is there to to discuss it definitely interesting like you say those big budget movies sometimes don't really stir any kind of emotions inside of us or make us question things and, and this film despite its its tiny budget it's just a small little project no real big massive names attached to this film hmm. and yet it still maybe provided us with entertainment i mean after all this this film was a comedy as well it, it maybe i think the way we've described this film and talked about it it you maybe don't get that that's what it is but this film is a comedy it is it is and and it's just so awkward and that awkward kind of uh, comedy sometimes you know where it's the awkward moment that makes it funny and not so much uh, some comedic comments or something like that yeah or a punchline or or something like that there yeah exactly it's like just this awkwardness of people trying to have an orgy So this is awkward because my computer froze and I couldn't hear anything of what you guys were talking about and it just came back on and was like, orgy! <laughs> that's, oh. that's, that uh, is basically what we talked about. Yeah. Cool. Orgies. Uh, orgies. Yeah, I love this movie. So, um, I my, my final words, if that's what we're still talking about, is yep. it? Yes. Yep. Yeah, cool. My final words on this, um, it, it was so much funnier than The Bounty Hunter. <laughs> so... I, I, <laughs> Is that kind of like what we're measuring everything up against now when it comes to comedies? Currently, yeah. Was, was it better than the Bounty Hunter? All right. So uh, I think with, with no, uh, let, let's not. Uh, let's just let's just get to the to, to the judgment. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. So Tom, is it 
stick bump or bust for you? Well, I don't know what anyone else is going to say, but I, I just have this feeling that I think I know where it's going to go this time, but I'm going to be... That's what she said. Bumping this film. Bit of bumping on the uh, the <laughs> film this time. A little bit of because bumping. That's, it seems appropriate. It just seems appropriate to bump this film. Maybe not by too much, but I think that, like we've mentioned several times, that the themes it highlights, and I did have a couple of laugh out loud moments and mm. I think it I think it's quite a, a nice little film just to, to pick up I, I I don't think you really know where it's going to go and that's part of the charm as well you think you probably know and I think at the end the way it concludes you probably go well yeah I, I guess I was expecting that but the way it gets there I think is a little different than mm. maybe what you're going to expect so I think it, it deserves a bump mm. so Amanda is it a stick bump a bust from you. Well, Marty, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Michael would be so proud right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm totally on board with the bump and grinding. It's a bump from me as well. I really enjoyed it. And we touched on a lot of the things and I think we could keep talking about <laughs> a, lot this movie. Touched, we t- a, a lot of things were touched a lot of things were touched, touched. Even, even bananas and I think we could uh, we could continue talking about this movie for, for another hour or two if we wanted to but uh, we want to try and keep the show relatively short so I think uh, that's what we had for you this week we can recommend this movie for you it was this week? definitely this week? this week this month this time this time this 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 so (laughs) yeah you guys out there are listening what did you think did you like it was it a stink a stink was it a stick (laughs) a bump (laughs) or a bust from you let us know and tom where can people find us uh head on over to 5.5.reviews our website you'll find our social media contact buttons there you'll be able to email us if you have any questions or feedback about the show we would love to hear from you for this time all the popcorn has been eaten the cola has been drunk it's time for us to get the hell out of here so uh, thank you tom and amanda for joining me this time for a good old orgy yep i've gotta gotta get out of here i've got some plans to make (laughs) this show is brought to you by dragon powered studio find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com (laughs) 